Good afternoon. Hello, hello to everyone here in our group, realspirituality.net. Um, honestly, after last week's live stream, I was then told that this week would be on confidence, and I found it found that bit ironic after going over the word trust and the meaning of trust. But of course, the word confidence, here we go with a different meaning in the concordance in a way we wouldn't expect. And confidence is relating to trust, trust in someone or something. But confidence, it is in relationship, an intimate relationship. And actually, let me check the notes here because he would have me uh, have me share things in the notes. And fair warning to anyone listening, what he would have me share today is not light and fluffy. So if you're not up to hearing something like that today, then, then this live stream is not for you. And he would have me touch on not only the elections left in the balance, but the world and the church left in the balance. So let me explain this. Uh, there are a lot of things he would have me touch on and address. Confidence. It is an intimate and trusting relationship and a feeling of assurance and, or certainty, especially concerning oneself. Because of what I shared last week in seeing these trees flattened out on the land like toothpicks, <laughs> hugging the land. Uh, and then I was told these aren't trees of righteousness. These are trees of self-righteousness, feeling justified in self. And I had some concerns for certain people, both sides, concerning the election last night. You know, those for the red, those for the blue. Either way, the thing is, what do you have me touch on? There is a reason Things are left hanging in the balance. I'm sorry, this thing is going over, even though it doesn't show on the screen. But in leaving the election hanging in the balance, there is a reason. And he reminded me of the world and the church are hanging in the balance. And whether anyone wants to know this as far as concerning the elections. You know, we're in a time in an hour, a historical time. We really do need to learn how to uh, address religious, religion, religiosity, and politics in a civil manner with divine wisdom and to do so with our spirituality. And so with what he would have me share, you know, I mentioned before concerning the church and how he showed me the church. This was some years ago. And I had stayed quiet because waiting to see the condition of the world. There's no kicking someone when they're down. And the, you know, the ways of the world are, are notorious for that. To kick someone when they're down. And so concerning the church, he had shown me. Despite what some Christians want to believe. Um... The church was without walls. There were no walls. And again, despite what some Christians want to believe, there are no walls. And there's a reason for that. Because what's not in spirit and truth is what's not in spirit and truth will come down. 
There's no substance. And I had mentioned before the divine human, and it comes with in spirit and in truth, the divine human. So unless we are of substance in both spirit and truth, we're also referred to as living stones, and he would build us up in his temple, in his, in his, uh, I was going to say walls, I will get to this, but even in building the walls, he would build us one upon another with each other as living stones, but we can't do that unless we're in both spirit and truth as a divine human. This is not to be exclusive to those without new life, because these things are made available to those even in old life, and to be in both spirit and truth. And I need to elaborate, you know, Jesus did say, the Father is a spirit, sorry, sorry, I have hairs hanging up, but the Father is a spirit, and he looks for those who will worship him who will embrace him, who will hug on to him in both spirit and truth. So in this aspect, yes, spirituality is essential. And unfortunately, these things have not been taught in the church, in which reason there are no walls. We need to have substance in the spirit with truth and to be able to apply common sense to keep our common sense. Too many people are throwing that common sense away. And we, there is always divine wisdom to apply to common sense. And what good is divine wisdom if you're throwing the common sense away? There are several things he had shown me concerning this live stream. So I do feel a little bit more worked up than usual. Uh, it's very crucial in the time we're in right now, this hour. And as I relayed before concerning, um, need to back up a little bit here, concerning the church with no walls. But then I saw the hand of God above pour, with a bucket of water, pouring living waters on that foundation five times. And we can't do it without the living waters. And on the foundation are four pillars. The four pillars of the foundation which we need to address in this hour for future generations or there's going to be no future for them. Um, and I'm sorry if this sounds urgent. I'm feeling the urgency of this, the need to share this. Um, I had something pretty traumatic happen to me this weekend and and at the same time, he, he has already told me not to be surprised in the things he would have me share here. And so I'm going for it. So here we have the church making mention of the world and the church hanging in the balance. The church is without walls. Despite what anyone wants to think, the walls are gone. And it's down to the foundation. I did make mention before I knew those four pillars as four people and each one represent. I knew it as Abraham, Moses, <clears throat> King David. And Jesus, meaning the spoken word, the written word, the covenant of mercy, and the chief cornerstone, the living word of God in the flesh. And so in that is even to address confidence. I had made mention in these live streams, and as they were pushing for the stay-at-home orders and 
to not cause anyone to panic. The need to in quietness and in confidence is your strength. And he said to the rebellious, and you would not. So here we go as far as even the trees I saw fallen. Not only rebellious, but feeling justified in self. And even with the hopes of voting for someone that would keep them in their comfort zone to justify self. Even in the right conscious knowing, it's highly questionable. And so in that, he would have me address concerning the world in showing me the people on the lifeboats across the water. Like a sinking ship, like Titanic, but the ship is gone. So yes, the world is a sinking ship. It's being turned inside out. That is something we that has been addressed already. The world was turned upside down in 94, and then in this year being turned inside out. And in that are cycles and patterns. And so concerning those in the life rafts, in the lifeboats, across the water, and in that was being segregated from each life raft and the fear of getting close together. I made mention of this before with the need to work together. Each life raft, they had their own beliefs, their own way of doing things, and with the fear of getting too close to these other lifeboats, and yet it is up to us here we go as the royal race, as divine human, as living stones to work together. Those lifeboats being networked together becomes the mothership. And for those who understand, Jesus is coming back for his bride. He's not coming back for pieces. It is a whole bride. And in that, we are the ones we've been waiting for with the, with the need to work together. He would have me share what happened to me here Saturday. Um, I usually spend my Saturdays very quiet uh, in intercession in his presence and doing research. And this last Saturday, um, it was to close my eyes and to see an angel standing behind me. I thought, okay, I know there's a lot of angels posted in charge over me, and these are warring angels because of his workmanship, his workmanship within me. And again, I relate these things as they relate to you, as they relate to others. You know, what he does for me or what I may, uh, how can I say, um, with the need to understand. I relate that to the needs of people. If I'm having a hard time understanding something, he's letting me know that's because others are. And then the way he unfolds and reveals those things to me. And so it is to keep that in mind, relating this to your needs as well. And in this hour of having the elections hung in the balance, but the world and the church, the world being sunk a sunken ship turning inside out, the church without walls. So these things are in the balance, despite what some may think as far as Democrat Republic in this country. 
And this weekend, in closing my eyes, I saw this angel standing behind me. And I, you know, and it was like, okay, I know there's angels around me. And we all have angels posted in charge around us, over us. And it's up to us to speak the truth. And so even now, he would have me speak the truth of what happened Saturday. And I had gone into my dining room. I was, I still had my daughter's remains on the dining table. I know that may sound a little morbid or strange to some, but that's just the way it's been right now. And I was sitting there looking at some pictures and, and I was told to close my eyes again. And so I did. And in that, it wasn't just a warring angel, but to see an angel standing behind me toward my left. And in that, the Father did tell me, acknowledge him. And so I did turn around to acknowledge him. And he had a scroll and a pen, a pen in one hand, a scroll in the other, and he handed them to me. And when he did, the Father said by his spirit, his name is Sarah Bael. Now, to understand in spelling in the Old Testament, I'd gone for years not knowing how to pronounce this name. And here he was telling me how to pronounce it. I'd never heard of it before. And yet the spelling of it came to mind. And so through the years when I saw this name in Scripture, I was thinking Sarah Babel, <laughs> Sarah Babel, or however you want to say it. It's Z-E-R-U-B-B-A-B-E-L. And he said, this is... Sarabael. That's how he pronounced his name. And in that, I felt pretty overwhelmed. Much like you, no doubt. What is this about? Feeling very overwhelmed. And he had forewarned me ahead of time get ready for a download, a massive download. And so here I was going, massive download? That's an understatement. And, you know, he laughed. He wasn't laughing at me. He was laughing with me because I did feel very overwhelmed. But in that, without going into certain details here, it's just to give you an idea of the visitation I had this this weekend. And he assured me, these are things you already know. And these are things I've already shared here on some of the live streams. Not all of it, but some. And here we go with the world and the church being in balance. And the church are being hung hung in the balance. And the church being without walls. What's not in spirit and truth will come down. And as I mentioned, those trees, I saw them literally hugging the ground. They're flattened out like the aftermath of Mount St. Helens. But these were not trees of righteousness. These were trees of self-righteousness. And in considering the word confidence in intimate relationship and trusting, intimate and trusting relationship with him, or are you in an intimate and trusting relationship with another spirit, but not the father of spirits? Because we're in a time where these things, what's not in spirit and truth, it's coming down. Like it or not, that's just the way it is. And his word for this hour uh, even contrary to what anyone is trying to do on their own, he did say, 
It's not by the power and might of any man or woman, but by my spirit. And so here we go with that confidence and the trust, even in our spirit senses, being guided by the Holy Spirit and in that intimate relationship and to understand concerning the church without walls. He would have, he would have us with walls, a city without walls. It's in Proverbs. City without walls is like a woman out of control. And this nation, what's happening in this nation right now, is in effect to the rest of the world. This isn't just about our own little worlds. Um, what's going on and what affects each one of us, it does play into the bigger picture. I'd be quiet for a moment because he's he's really had me stirred up with this, what he'd have me share today. And even with what I shared in the blog, this last blog, my prayers in the last two months, my intercession, and I'm talking the art of intercession, re- releasing perfect prayers by the power of the Holy Spirit, by His Spirit. And it's been with intercession to the salt of the earth. And so even concerning the trees that are flattened out, to examine yourself where your trust is, where your confidence, because here we go with confidence. Not only is that an intimate and trusting relationship, it's a refuge. It's our security and our safety and in quietness and in confidence in relationship with him is our strength. And from the beginning of starting the blogs, um, it was with warning that many are not many are not prepared with the need to make ready. I also did make mention, and he's having me recap different things that have been shared on these live streams um, concerning many not being prepared with the need to make ready. I had shared before seeing the darkness out on the horizon. And like you, my thoughts were, you know, not feeling qualified to say anything. And why weren't the leaders saying anything? Why wasn't anyone speaking up? And I watched this darkness, blacker than black, come closer. And watched it very carefully in the last two years. And then it started touching the front porches, meaning the front porch hitting home personal and up close with people. Didn't matter young or old, rich or poor. Doesn't matter color of your skin, it was hitting everybody. And, you know, no no one being excluded. And um, my concerns, again, why wasn't anybody warning? Here we go, the church, the body of Christ, the corporate body, the bride. Why wasn't anyone saying anything? And with the concerns, he had shown me the leaders in the church, not all. I want to emphasize that. Doesn't mean all. But he was showing me prominent leaders that are known by most people. Standing before him at the throne room. We are given, all of us. I mean, Jesus flattened the playing field for all of us. 
We all have access to boldly come to the throne of grace. But in that, he showed me these leaders standing before him in the throne room with their backs to him. They were not listening. And he let me know they don't have a clue what's coming because they're not listening. And then he had me, as I shared here, then he had me uh, update my website, had me open this group and start these live streams. And much like you, you know, who am I to say anything? Um, but he assured me, and as again, as it relates to you, the days of notoriety are over. He would ha use each and every one, and he is orchestrating a treasured diversity, a treasured diversity of lives. And it is all according to our gifts, our roles, according to our ability. And through the years, like I said, I've been interceding for the salt of the earth. I've been interceding for the people, the body, concerning this darkness that I saw coming in on the horizon. And even more reason to mention the need for spirituality in that darkness. Do you have trust and confidence in the use of your spirit senses with the guidance of the Holy Spirit? These things are not often taught in the church. And these are our lifeline. We need to know these things. It's very crucial in this hour. And so, no, I'm not holding back. He would have me speak up on these things. And so, yes, spirituality is essential, and it's the very thing the body needs, and it's the very thing the body has not been taught and encouraged and built up in. And so, yeah, I'm very passionate about those things. And it with the need to address this here, because this was what he was showing, considering... Last week, he told me on confidence for this dream. And then Saturday, to have met with that angel and the scroll and the pen. And and then the message and then what happened last night concerning the election. But it's not just the election that's left hanging in the balance. It is the world and the church. And so we've got to ask ourselves, what do we really want? Do we want to be flattened out across the land because that's what's happening? You know, by his spirit, that's going to happen. If you're not in spirit and truth, it's coming down because he would have his people so prepared and made ready. He does not desire for any to perish, but so many were not prepared and made ready. And the sequence of things with the COVID and the stay-at-home orders, you know, it was divinely given until Passover. It was a test run. And now we're being faced with, do we want to go into that transition into his greatness? Because it's going to happen with or without us. And I, I don't want to miss it. And I would pray none of you would either. And so for that reason, there have been some, no doubt, I've wondered it myself. There have been some here wondering what I've been doing with the live streams. He's had me do a little bit here, a little bit there. And it's in the culmination of several visions and things he's told me. And yes, some have wondered if I've lost my mind. But then he would have me share all this today. And it does all go together. And it goes together with the need of being in both spirit and truth. And with that foundation, do you have, where is, what do you feel justified in? What do you have confidence in your intimate relation? Do you have an 
do you have in, in an intimate relationship with the Father of Spirits? Or is it just with other spirits? It, because there is a shaking going on. Uh, um, I mean, it's been going on in heaven for a while. And those spiritual things do, they do govern and affect the natural. And, and is, this is being manifested. Where do we stand? And with the need to examine ourselves... There is one thing he would have me share. Because um, I know I realize I may be coming across a bit strong. Um, years ago, when it came to getting a divorce, the word divorce wasn't even in my vocabulary. And uh, it made me nervous. And I told him straight, I don't know if I can do this. That went totally against my grain. And, um, and so in that, he asked me a question. And it's made me examine things differently since. He asked me then, what is more important to you? My word or yours? Actually, he said your word or mine. And I, I really, I convinced myself. Um, I actually deceived myself in thinking I gave my word in that marriage based on his word. And here we go with the foundation because he had given me the spoken word between two men. And I avoided the one with the spoken word to be with one that wasn't. And and he, it'll catch up with you if you're not gonna acknowledge it. And he had me he had me examine that and be upfront, be real with that years ago. And like I said, it's caused me to examine myself in a whole different light. And even concerning our president these days, you know what I even thought contrary where it came to Donald Trump. He was very faithful to show me otherwise. I mean, the man wasn't anything like what I was thinking, I, you know. And if it wasn't for the father, I would have been blown away, um, you know. And I had shared that before. He told me to intercede for him, not to just pray generic mumbo-jumbo prayers. He told me to seriously intercede for this man. And I knew what that meant. And it, it made me realize, uh-oh. I need to pray for myself first because I really didn't know what to expect. And the man wasn't anything like what I expected. And because of things shown in the Spirit, he's actually inspired me in ways that, you know, to be so boldly led by the Holy Spirit. And here we go with confidence and the relationship and a trusting, intimate relationship. And again, it's not just the elections being hung in the balance it's the world and the church and where do we fit in that because even where the scales are concerned how we manage ourselves on a very personal and up close level that affects society it affects the outside world you know and the earthly wisdom is not counted equal with the divine okay and i will wrap it up there that was quite a mouthful, and I thank you for those who are, who are listening, and I would ask you to seriously consider the things that were said. Definitely not here blowing my own horn. It's definitely his, and the way he has shown and told me through the years and up to today.
And so on that note, I just wish you a great rest of the day, great rest of the week, and be at peace. Be at peace. Have confidence in that intimate relationship with the Father of Spirits, no matter how things may appear on the outside. Be at peace in Him. What is your relationship based on? You know, and where do you stand based on what? Is it your word or is it his? Those are things to consider. So with that, healing and health, in Jesus' name, Son of Fire, and the power of love. And we'll catch you next Wednesday. Have a good one.